the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise, Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And Lundy, it could be a wet and blustery game tonight along the shores of Lake Erie as the Cleveland Browns are hosting the Denver Broncos. Uh, latest forecast at tape time here on this Thursday morning. 80% chance of shower activity, uh, much of that coming in the second half of the game, with sustained winds between 15 to 20 miles per hour and gusts upwards of 30. Now, they have scaled back the wind forecast uh, compared to what it was at this time yesterday. They're expecting gusts close to 40 miles per hour with sustained winds north of 20. So, I guess there's some positive news here. I'll be curious to see what the impacts are on the field, especially when you're trotting out just a ton of backups. (laughs) This is like the replacements all over again. Uh, No, it's not Keanu Reeves under center uh, for the Cleveland Browns. It's Case Keenum and revenge game. Can we say it? Revenge game? I know he's got like six or seven revenge narratives, but of course he was uh, paid once by the Denver Broncos. So give me a pick on the side. Right now, Cleveland still laying two points here. Uh, the total was uh, shrunk down to 40 and a half uh, from a 42 and a half high, and it's uh, right now right in the middle at 41 and a half. So give me a game score prediction and again, a pick on that side, hombre. Well, the good news is prior to everything being announced with Baker Mayfield, I actually took the Broncos at plus three and a half uh, earlier this week. It was one of the first bets that I made just because I felt like these were uh, two teams that were destined to play an absolutely craptacular Thursday night game for us. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say Denver wins it 20 to 17. uh, And in bonus time, I'm going to sprinkle in a little something extra on that prediction. 20 to 17. Give me the Broncos. And this just in, uh, as we were talking, the line is dropped. The Browns are only laying un punto now minus one plus 100 on the denver broncos money line clean it a minus 120 and uh we have shaved a half a point off the total total at DraftKings sportsbook it's at 41 minus 115 on the over uh minus 105 in the under i think this game is going to be an absolute slog uh you know a pair of sumo wrestlers going at it in a war of attrition uh i'm gonna say like 17 to 16 denver so give me the under, and yeah, I'm on the Broncos. I got it at plus 130 on the money line, so I just need them to win straight up. And I tell you what, uh, if they don't win this game uh, with all of the rubbish that Cleveland is trotting out there, you got Dearness Johnson starting at running back at something like Odell Beckham Jr. has got an uphill battle to even get on the field. Yeah, you get Jarvis Landry back, but it's slim pickings right now for the Browns. And if uh, Denver can't emerge victorious, uh, I think you're right. Uh, they might as well just put uh, Pat Shermer on a ship and push him out uh, into the lake <laughs> and leave him there. Just put the whole coaching staff on there. And, hell, at this point, uh, with with this defense for Denver was supposed to be really good, just go get John Favreau from uh, the replacements <laughs> and let him play linebacker. Yeah, uh, Mikey from Swingers. I'm in. I like it quite a bit. Uh, with that, on this hashtag tequila Thursday, bartender. Bartender, pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lenny, let's go ahead and dive in some of the player props. And don't worry, folks, we're going to be covering some of the other sports here in bonus time because we've got a wonderful confluence of uh, all the major sports along with 
college football tonight, but let's zero in on the NFL. As you mentioned, it is a, a game that only a sports better or desperate fantasy manager could love this evening. And let's start off with the pride of SMU. Go Mustangs. Cortland Sutton. Now, most books have the line at four and a half receptions, but it's juiced way to the over. But FanDuel is the only legal sports book that I've seen uh, that has a total a tick higher at five and a half catches. And I'm still taking the over here, Lundy. And I'm going to get enraptured, enveloped, and seduced by that juice at plus 124. Uh, you look at Cor- uh, Cortland Sutton here these last couple of games, 25 targets. He went for seven for 120 a couple of weeks ago, then eight for 94 last week. He's going to get a lot of Denzel Ward in coverage. He's given up a 64.3 catch percentage with his assignments. Cleveland has allowed nine wide receiver touchdowns in top five in terms of most fantasy points surrender the wide receiver position. And Sutton has just been the main man, the apple of Teddy Bridgewater's eye. Number one in total air yards. Number one in deep targets. A sizable ranking as well in red zone look. So we mentioned on the pod yesterday, I think he's great for an anytime touchdown at plus 200 at DraftKings. And at FanDuel here, I, I think it's a six or more catch game for him. And at plus 124, I'm willing to roll the dice. So fade or follow, Cortland Sutton over. Over five and a half receptions again, plus 124 at FanDuel. Oh, God, I liked it a lot better at four and a half. But you can man, still get I it if you juice. want to pay the I juice. I know, and that's actually what I have. I have it at four and a half before it got too crazy. Still had to pay some of the juice on it. I'll uh, Okay, I'm, I'll, I'll go with you, but it's only because this game is such a pile of shit that, <laughs> um, I mean, come on. It, this is going to be such an awful Thursday night game. Yeah. Uh, we've had a couple of good ones. The NFL has tried to make Thursday night football something a little bit better. The problem here, obviously, is this would have been a better game if we weren't dealing with all the injuries. Oh, but, no doubt. No uh, doubt. But it, 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 bonus time is going to play into the craptacular nature of this game i'll follow and and it's primarily because it's basically courtland sutton noah fant that's it that's all the broncos have (laughs) so i'll take sutton to get those six catches and give you your plus odds oh drown your sorrows and suds if this doesn't hit but we're feeling good about the over on courtland sutton number four all right moving on uh the former denver bronco current cleveland brown and a starter at that for maybe one week only with baker mayfield dealing with that that ding wing a case Keenum and here is the line over or under 34 and a half yards for his longest completion and I'm tucking on the under uh, and comfortably so minus 115 available at DraftKings again I think mother nature is going to play a factor in this one with those gusty winds you combine that too with the last time we saw meaningful action from case Keenum uh, that was a couple of years ago and he was a member of the football team Uh, And that season, he was number 32 in total air yards, number 31 in air yards per attempt, and number 26 in deep ball completion percentage. Now, you can't throw on the Broncos. They've given up 23 plays of 20 or more yards and seven pass plays of 40 or more yards, uh, surrendering 7.5 in terms of the YPA. But you've got question marks along this offensive line. Uh, It's doubtful you're going to have Odell Beckham Jr. on the field, even if you do. He's going to be, you know, a shell of what he normally is. And really, he's a shell of what he used to be as a member of the New York Giants. Yeah, you get Jarvis Landry back, but this could be a whole lot of dink and dunk 
given the conditions uh, and given the bare cupboard uh, in terms of weaponry for Case Keenum. So this seems like an aggressive number. He doesn't have, uh, you know, like a Stephon Diggs or somebody like that to chuck the ball too deep here. Uh, So, again, give me the under 34 and a half yards, longest completion for Case Keenum, minus 115 at DraftKings. I don't think he gets to 26 or 27. So thir- you're going to give me 34 and a half. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Uh, that's going to be, I, I think that's going to be the number. And I think part of the reason that's going to uh, be the case is because I think he's going to be hearing footsteps uh, when he is in the pocket. So I know the weather is not going to cooperate when we're talking about these long passes, but I also think the defense is going to make it difficult on him uh, because he is basically a statue. So uh, underneath on this number and comfortably so. Yeah, definitely. It's a cold case. Dare I say the L word? No, no, I will not curse our program, but just take the under on Case Keenum, 34 and a half longest yards on his completion. Number three. All right, moving on. It could be a ground to pound game. Uh, you know, if the winds really do pick up, if it is a gale force indeed blowing off the lake and it is a, you know, wind driven rain. Uh, you know, Javante Williams could be a bit of a mutter, but I'm not going to focus on his rush yards prop. What I'm most interested in here, Lundy, is his receptions because, again, I get seduced by the Jews, uh, and I'm taking the over on two and a half catches for the rookie out of North Carolina at plus 150 now at DraftKings. I got it at plus 135. Uh, this number, you know, the juice should come down a little bit. It, it's odd to me. And it's used this high on the over because he has done this in four consecutive games. And you look, uh, his last three games, 15 routes run, 11 routes run, and 20 routes run. Now, a lot of that uh, is contingent on game script and flow. And we expect this game to be competitive from start to finish. I don't think the Broncos are going to beat the brakes off of Cleveland or vice versa. Uh, but Williams, a guy that you know has reliable hands, and, you know, Cleveland, you can throw on them in the short field. So, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, if the winds uh, really do, you know, blow hard, you know, off the lake, uh, he could be reduced to more horizontal action, which is dump-offs to the running back position, uh, including Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. So, fade or follow, Javante over two-and-a-half receptions. Does the streak continue plus 150 at DraftKings? The only game for the Browns where they did not give up uh, above this total in terms of catches to the running back was the game against your beloved Chicago Bears. Other than that, they give up. uh, They're giving up catches uh, to the running back position out of the backfield. And again, we keep coming back around to the weather, but let's also talk about these defenses. Let's talk about the pressure on the quarterback. One of the ways you get around that, that pocket starts collapsing. Teddy does the quick dump off to Javante Williams if he can't get all the way through his progression. So I think he gets over this, and I'm absolutely following because this is one that I am truly seduced by the juice. If this were uh, if this were you know down closer to the plus 100, just a straight money type of bet, I probably would still do it, but I'm definitely getting sucked in by the fact that we're looking at a plus 150, plus 145 kind of return. Yeah, juggernaut Javante, hopefully going to make us some cash. Stick around for our top plays on Thursday night football. And it's definitely worth a four-finger pour here on this Hashtag Tequila Thursday. Plus, bonus time. 
number two. All right, let's get back to TNF, and let's uh, again focus on the Cleveland Browns. Already took an under on Case Keenum uh, for longest yards on a completion, and I'm going to you know, go with the same theme again here, but uh, on Dearness Johnson, under 59.5 rush yards, minus 115, at DraftKings, Adidas Johnson filling in uh, the enormous, the giant shoes of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, he is the last man standing in this backfield. Just a little, little bit of work with Demetric Felton, but Felton more of a receiver uh, than a guy that's going to get in and get some of the early down opportunities, which Johnson should dominate in this game. Last time we saw him in the field last season, on 33 rush attempts, a laudable 3.00 yards after contact per attempt, but only one running back, James Robinson is the guy that has achieved 60 or more yards on the ground against Denver this season. That's it. Broncos giving up just 3.75 yards per carry, 94.5 total yards per game to the running back position. I think this number is just too aggressive. Uh, I think he's going to get the you know the workload, something around maybe 14 to 16 rush attempts, Lundy. Uh, but I think he tops out right around 55 to 57, which will just tuck under this 59 and a half rush yards number. So fade or follow, Dearness Johnson under 59.5 rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. I'm going to follow on it, but I'll also tell you this. As good as the Broncos have been at keeping running backs underneath this total, they have lost yet another uh, linebacker. Speaking of uh, picking up the phone and calling John Favreau, um, <laughs> Alexander Johnson out for the season. Second run, a second linebacker now for the Broncos to have a torn peck. Uh, get knocked out of the season um, and Alexander Johnson while not you know necessarily blowing up in terms of tackles for loss things like that that's really Von Miller's territory uh, even Shelby Harris gets in there in the mix in terms of tackles for losses which brings those uh, running back total numbers down obviously because you're talking about negative yards um, but Johnson is just a disruptor and the fact that the Broncos aren't going to have him now for the rest of the season is actually a pretty big loss um, so I think DeErnest Johnson stays underneath this number in part because we were we're all, you know, looking up, uh, Googling who the hell this guy was a few days ago since we weren't really sure now that we're dealing with the injuries. I think that the game script is going to make it. I don't think they're going to get very – I think we're going to slog. This just doesn't feel like 60 yards uh, for pretty much anybody in no. this contest tonight. So I'll follow and take the under on to Ernest Johnson. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, definitely fading him and fading him hard this evening. I know a lot of people out there in fantasy land are uh, wanting to throw some rotten cabbage at us. But – so be it. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, here's another one uh, that we like getting seduced by that juice at Plus Odds. Uh, the third Plus Odds wager we're featuring on the podcast today. Give me the over on Teddy Bridgewater. One and a half passing touchdowns. He's done this in four or six games, Lundy. Uh, we mentioned the Cleveland secondary has struggled and struggled mightily. Uh, they've allowed 7.46 pass yards per attempt, 243.7 pass yards per game. They're saying, okay, that's not that bad. Then you look at the touchdowns they've given up. A 14-2 touchdown interception split vertically to opposing signal callers. On top of that, Bridgewater, QB5, and average depth of target at 9.7. So he's going to take his opportunities down the field. Hopefully the ball won't float on him. Uh, given the wins, but he's QB9 and adjusted completion percentage. What we do know about Bridgewater is this. He is aggressive, and when you have Cortland Sutton playing at such a high level, and you got Noah Fant that can be a game-breaker, and you know he loves Tim Patrick inside the red zone, I think he's got to get two touchdowns one way or another here through the air. So fade or follow, Teddy Bridgewater over 1.5 passing touchdowns, plus 124 at FanDuel. 
Oh, you dangle that bonus drink in front of me. You think just because it's BOGO for happy hour that I'm going to get drunk with you. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> I say under uh, oh. on this one. I actually think he finishes off with one. But it comes back to, for, for me, Brad, it comes back to the fact of what you and I both said we thought the score was going to be. I had Denver scoring 20 points. You talked about Denver with 17. I think it happens one through the air and one on the ground. One if I land, two if I see. Um, I think it's one. I think it winds up being one of each. Um, I do agree that the one through the air is going to go to Cortland Sutton. We gave that out as a bonus pick uh, earlier this week, plus 200 for an anytime touchdown. But I think Teddy winds up tucking underneath this just because this is going to be such a low-scoring affair. All right, uh, let's uh, try to whittle down the bankroll a little bit more here, Lundy. I say <laughs> let's, that. Uh, let's completely close it. Yeah, let's just go to zero tonight. <laughs> what do you got for me? Look again, we've got all the major sports going. It's bonus time. I know you got a lot on your plate. Well, I got a few for us. First of all, yesterday in bonus time, uh, or actually as part of a, a hump day hockey, we actually hit on the over yeah. uh, on the ice between Boston and Philadelphia. The over and under was six. Philly scored six by themselves. Uh, so let's go with another over under with the Blackhawks. They are hosting the Vancouver Canucks. The over under is sitting at five and a half. I will take the over in that one because Marc-Andre Fleury, who is now between the pipes for Chicago, in the three games the Blackhawks have played, he has given up four goals in all three games so that already gets us most of the way that we need for the that over uh, five and a half college football tonight smu is going to roll <laughs> tonight all this team does is score so i got two for you i'll take smu minus the 14 on the total game and the halftime spread is minus seven and a half seven and a half and i think smu will be up by double figures by the time they get to halftime DraftKings has a boost for you tonight on this thursday night contest that i like denver to have three or more sacks mm. on case keenum they've got that boosted up to plus 110 i think that denver can cause some pressure i think they're good for at least two so at the plus odds i'll take the chances that they get the third and Brad, I mentioned that I was going to try to correlate my uh, my score prediction yeah. with you. DraftKings plus one thousand for this game to go to overtime, and I'm putting a half mm. a unit on this thing to perhaps see an extra frame where Brandon McManus wins it on a field goal in OT. So I'll throw a half a unit at plus one thousand for this absolutely crap game. To get dragged on even longer. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm here for the overtime. I'll be a blackout drunk by the time we get there. Just try, try to muster uh, the energy to be entertained for four quarters. But yeah, if we have a bonus frame, why the hell not? I'll take another shot there with you. All right. Uh, I'm going to work in another couple of picks here in this game. Um, you know, remember I talked about Cortland Sutton yesterday. Anytime touchdown. I mentioned that earlier. Plus 200. And, hey, it could be an all SMU night if Sutton goes off, right? So uh, I'm here for that. Give me Javante Williams over 13 and a half yards on his longest run. He has done this, Lundy, in five consecutive games. And with ease over the last three, had a 30-yarder against Vegas, 49-yarder against the Steelers, 31-yarder against Baltimore. And uh, I think he'll get at least a 14-plus yarder tonight against those Brown. He's just so explosive in the open field. So I like that one quite a bit. And one other one that is yet to populate, but keep your eye out on it. Uh, anything tied to catches for either Jarvis Landry 
or Demetric Felton. Now, Landry is expected to be activated off of IR and will play tonight, according to NFL Network. And if he goes, again, he's kind of the only game in town here operating out of the slot. I'm expecting his line maybe four and a half, three and a half receptions. I take the over on that. And Demetric Felton uh, is going to work inside uh, you know, the slot, maybe get you know, shifted outside, getting motion out of the backfield. He could see a nice little uptick. And target share as well. So pay attention. If it's like one and a half catches, oh, yeah, pound the over on it uh, with the sledgehammer. Or even two and a half, I would be entertained by that as well. Let me work in an NBA two-legger. I'm 0 for 2 on these, Lundy, so I'm due. Uh, It's very early in the season, and I already hate the NBA. But uh, (laughs) two big parlay, uh, plus 144 if this cashes. Uh, Pat Connaughton. Uh, the marksman for the Milwaukee Bucks, who had, what, I think four or six? He had a lot of threes uh, in the opener against the Nets. Uh, it, all I got to get is two made triples out of him on the road against the Heat tonight. I pair that with a Luka Doncic steal. I need one steal out of Luka. He averaged exactly that on a per-game basis last year. So, Connaughton hits two triples. Doncic gets a swipe. Uh, that's, again, plus 144, and hopefully I'll get off the schneid and make some money in this stupid NBA. i got to stop doing these two-leggers. are <laughs> killing me right now. Just keep throwing darts. Yeah. Eventually, you'll stop, like, hitting the wall and actually hit the dart board itself. I don't know if you're going to hit the bullseye, but you might eventually hit the board. Yeah, well, right now, uh, I don't think you want to stand too close to dart board because it could be an absolute miss, and you've got uh, a needle in the temple. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Oh, with that, that's a wrap uh, on this edition. the tail on the donkey. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it's awful. Of the Fade of the Noise podcast, please follow Luddy on Twitter, at Nate Luddy. Follow me there, at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you? Kindly helps out our show immensely. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.